With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Toffee TV, joined by Mike and John in the studio. I just thought we'd have a little chat about the shape of the squad. Uh, Everton have just done their retained and released list. We've been waiting. Uh, with bait of breath to see what, what this can say. <laughs> well, listen, it's quiet. It's, it's a slow news week. Um, What's um, the watershed for shorts, by the way? Me do it. Eight o'clock in the morning in this weather. <laughs> just, have to it. just put, if you, if you don't really want to look at our legs, put like a something over the screen. That's I wouldn't want to look at them. I don't Beautiful ease. It's, this is John bringing it, not me. Um, <laughs> Everton have obviously done the, done the retained release list and yes. all of that. Um, a couple of things have popped out for people. I've, I've seen, I've had messages. Have over you got a stuff already, of, have you? Already. Why? <laughs> and people's heads falling off. Um, obviously, Tom Davis being offered a new deal. Yeah. Okay. I don't know whether it's a massive shock. I think I think if everyone would have heard that in March, there wouldn't have been any kind of thing, I think, as time's gone. Andy Lonergan has got people scratching their head as well. But the season's finished, and now we start to look at how we can you know, we're safe, so that's good. How we can start to shape this squad yeah. looking ahead of the new season. Obviously, we haven't got, it doesn't seem like we're going to have a massive budget unless we sell someone and anything could happen, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. So we have to look at how we can start to shape the squad. We're going to have a chat about how that looks for us today. But just firstly, what are your thoughts on Tom Davis and Andy Lonergan being offered? New yeah, days? I think I think the, the potential shock probably just come by the fact that because they hadn't previously been offered one, I think we were just expecting them to go. Mm. If you look at it sensibly, potentially, or the the offered doesn't necessarily mean they're getting the same wages, mm. the same terms. Um, even if they'll take it, and even if they'll the take moment, it, and, and and potentially, you know, Tom Davies probably won't. I would I would suspect. Mm. But you know, we spoke on one of the shows earlier. If if Tom Davies has been offered a twelve month contract on half the money with an option of another year mm. or something along those lines, then he's a useful squad player to have in a round. It mm. saves spending money on someone else, saves taking a gamble on someone else, and it might be why we identify another target that we can bring in at, you know, in 12 months' time or so on and so forth. We don't know the bigger picture from that side of it. Um, I think the shock is that just initial of, we just presumed he was gone. Mm. And, like I say, realistic, he probably will be still. Mm. Um, the Lonergan one... Anyone who's bothered by that, Jesus, you need to get out more because fundamentally, your third choice goalkeeper is a coach. Mm. Yeah. Um, for, for a lot of clubs, by the way, not not all, but for, for a lot of clubs, your third choice goalkeeper is a coach, and and that'll be someone who can he he could be doing training with Pickford, and he can identify things that Pickford could be doing better mm. and stuff. It's not necessarily that he's you know got to be ready to ready to be to thrown play. into a game. Um, I mean, against a Begovic played last season by by necessity. One was it? One Premier League. Game. So our third choice goalkeepers highly unlikely to to be needed. Um, so from that perspective, from from the goalkeeper, the continuity for him, 
um, for Pickford. I would say Pickford's probably got a big say mm. in, in that as well. And obviously, Begovic is gone, so is it? Yeah, because he wants to play. Stuff. No, but I'm, what I'm saying, we talk about Begovic, so I just mean like might say neighbor Pickford. When you want things to stay the same, if you want to keep your form, keep it yeah, yeah, consistency, and then all of a sudden two of your training partners are gone, yeah, and that dynamic could change again. So maybe pick for that. But the third cutting choice goalkeeper gets off as a contract, accepts it, and then in the back end of July, early August, we sell Pickford. Well, obviously, I mean those. No, the point I'm making is. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah, I right. mean, those those things, those decisions are made on here and now, aren't they? That's in, what I mean, right? Yeah, so... The Tom Davis one, I think, is quite straightforward. Well, go on, what's, I mean, what's your opinion? I might well, just give are it. we going to sign a midfield player in the next three weeks? Maybe not in the next three weeks, but... Right, so, today's the day they chose to do the release. Mm. I don't know whether that's dictated or whether that's just when we've chosen to do it. Yeah. Mm. So, so, if Tom Davis isn't on the release, he has to be something else. Yeah. And the something else is we've offered him a deal. Mm. And I think you guys talked on the live mm. about, well, I, I said it was PR, right? Yeah. You've got to say something. Imagine if they'd done the release list and the players offered extended contracts, you know, often academy ones, and there yeah. was no sign of Tom Davis at all. Because mm. he's not on the retained list, is he? That's what I, I mean, yeah. Mm. Well, have they done a retained list? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, you can you can say all the players mm. you know, the ones yeah. who are who get let and go, then what's left of the retained, but you know what yeah, I mean, course, right? Yeah. But, but it allows him to say, well, I've got a beard in the hand. Mm. So if he's talking to Celtic or whoever it might be, you know, I've got a three-year deal here from a, a one-year mm. deal, whatever it is, yeah. 25 grand a week, you've got to match that and I'll come to you, or oh, you've got whatever. to beat that and I'll come Beating, to you, yeah. or whatever. So that's that. But the also is mm. the bit about, I mean, you mm. said it quite well, I think, you know, if he's one of your squad players and you do need numbers, mm. then it's ultimately going to be more cost-effective keeping a guy you've already got, particularly if you can offer him less money than he's, he was yeah. earning previously. Mm. No integration issues, no settling in, none of that rubbish, no moving houses, blah, 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 yeah. blah. But also, as you said on the live, if once you get into the transfer window, you find players you really want, and then you can coordinate, coordinate that with him going, mm. yeah, that sort of thing happens. And I don't know when this, you know, you mm. developed him bit runs out, but presumably we would we get some money anyway? Or not now, because he's now, 20, yeah, 25. It's, 12, it's 25 is the world's 24 is the cut-off. Okay, well, there you go. So so you run the risk in quotes that mm. he'll say yes if you don't really want him, but clearly the manager must think he's a good guy to have around the squad. Mm. I think it, as well, I mean, obviously there is there is that. He's a, he knows the club. He's been here since he was 11. I think he's been at the football club for so he's part of the fabric almost. People, I know a lot of people don't think he's good enough. He he isn't. He is just a squad. He's not. He's not. He's not one of your first names on the in the team list, is he? You know, when has he got the attributes for the Premier League? Well, you know, you can argue that all day, but but a lot of different managers have played them. Mm. You know, Carlo Mm. Ancelotti, Rafa Benitez, both won European cups and both played them, picked them. Mm. when there was others available and different things. So he's obviously not as bad as some people lead you to believe. Yeah. Um, there's, an, there's an element, I guess, of protecting the asset, if you like, if Everton offer yeah. him it. Well, have you then? And then someone comes in and offers a couple of million in six months for him at Christmas or whatever. You've got some money there. So there is that. And like you said, it's, it's also for him as well. He's got a starting point for negotiating. Yeah. Um, players, it might the, be a one-year contract, by the way. Of course. It could be anything. Mm. Right. Listen, he might be offered, like Mike said, he might be on. I'm making it up forty grand a week now. And they've offered him twenty or twenty five. Or... Play elements, all that sort of stuff. You know. Yeah. And yeah. he goes, yeah, all right, I'll stay. 
for two years on 25 grand a week and Everton go okay we've still got a player who can cover two or three positions he's on less we've made a little saving with his wages all of us you know 15 grand yeah. a week if it was that well, they'd all add up but that's mm-hmm. up to us Maybe you made that. a point earlier on one or both of you on the live thing when you talk about Cody for example yeah. I think it was you on it yeah, yeah. saying it's not dead necessarily Cody's part of a negotiation no. you know that deal doesn't work for me I'm, I'm walking away mm-hmm. And if Wolves, in particular, get a better deal from someone else and Cody's prepared to go there, then they get their better deal. Mm. If Cody really wants to be at Everton, and we've had the little whisper in his ear before he's gone, lad, we just need to let the clock tick over a little bit. Mm. We don't want to give these guys Mm. what they thought. We want to give them less and, you know, just, you know. Mm. And that's where players have the final say, isn't it? Of course, yeah. Yeah, You know, and the same applies here with with someone like Tom Davis, Mm. right? Um, You've got to think about where are you going to be in your squad? Yeah. And would you regret letting a guy go? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But they might have done that deal with his agent ages ago. But, but Tom and his agent now know there isn't a big long queue of clubs coming for you, Tom. Mm. Right? Do you want to go and play for Celtic on 15 grand a week? Or do you want to stay at Everton on 25? Mm. And I think you would, and I certainly would say from a sporting perspective, go to Celtic. Because in two well, years. Rangers are the ones who that, Whoever, them, whoever, right? Yeah. Scotland, yeah. right? But in a year's time or two years' time, having tore that place up, because you will look a lot better up there than mm. you look down here, you're back around that loop again where Premier League clubs are, oh, Tom Davis. He, he might be all right, yeah. And Everett was so dysfunctional while he was there before. Young player, mm. so many managers. They, they ruined them, yeah. It was always there, mm. and now yeah. we can see it, yeah. you know. So, yeah, let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's uh, see. A couple of plays going off the door. Andros Townsend, any real surprise there? I know there was obviously... He did well for Everton last season, seven goals and got a you know terrible injury. Yeah. And the hope was he'd be back before the World Cup, mm. certainly after the World Cup. Yeah. And you know what? When you look at it, if he'd have ever, if he'd have been fit, he might have been a useful player to have for certainly for the second half of the season. The goals, he'd have got minutes, wouldn't he? The goals and all that. We know he is trained again. He's, Everton have still got a duty of care to him, so he will remain a Finch Farm doing his rehab. rehab. Yeah. Any real? There's no real shock there, though, is there? No, uh, I would say that. that... That's the type of decision you want to see the club make. How old is he now? 31 or 32. Because depending on where his head is, for all we know, he's decided once I've retired, really. Maybe. Money always talks, doesn't it? But I think for him, he's that he's still young enough. I think he's got he's still got the fire in his belly to do yeah. well. I think he get picked up, no problem. <clears throat> no, I think he will. I think no, I, I, I don't. It's not a surprise, and I think it's the right right decision. You know, he's been on for a year. Yeah. Um, Longer than a year, isn't it? Yeah, and and obviously pace was always his major asset. Mm. You, you could see him slowing down even in the previous year when he was mm. playing. So I think the second half of his first season with us, mm. he really started to tail off. Mm. And then he's obviously he's been injured for, for over a year. So no right right decision, move him on. Left footed winger, you've got McNeil now in the, in a younger model bearding to to move on with now. So. If you, if you had an objective approach as a director of football to, with the manager yeah. determining which type of players you need in the squad, the fact that you know you might be restricted in the transfer market, it could very well distill down to Townsend or Davis. Keep, let go. Which one would you let go? Yeah, the older one. Yeah, who's been out injured for eighteen months or whatever it is, twelve months or something. So it could be just something as simple as that. If we're mm. letting him go, we have to keep this guy or try at least look like we're trying to keep mm. him. Yeah, yeah, and the other thing as well, of course, with Andros Townsend, and we wish him well. Hopefully, he'll, he'll, yeah. he'll still have you know he'll come back and do well for whatever however long he plays. Is that his wages, whatever they were, and I'm not saying they were huge wages. 
But his wages are bigger than a bigger than Tom Davies anyway. But also the savings on his wages can go to a new player. Can't Absolutely, he? you've got right, a player yeah. going. Well, we could keep Tams in because he's in the building. Yeah. And if we get him back again, you know, we wage him. Or you go. What could we do with a couple of million pounds a year? See that? Bad yeah. fellas, three over there. And yeah. He's twenty-five. That's it. You know, it's making them objective decisions, isn't it? And I think, you know, those those type of decisions we've sometimes we. We cling on to players yeah. us a little bit too long. Let's, you know, we, no, no, we need to move on. And the, yes, I mean, that's one, not a surprise. one player who's gone and it seems to be he's gone through his own his own um, decision is uh, Begovic. Yeah, Begovic, who's yeah. been yeah. a good solid number two forever yeah. for the last couple of years, was offered a contract that's come out. Mm. He released. He let it be known he was leaving, didn't he? Last yes. uh, last week or yeah, whatever, yeah. and people thought, oh, I don't know, just let him go and be getting someone else, but. Think he's he's wanted to move on to play football, and that, that's probably that's out of all of them. That's the biggest surprise to me. I thought he just appeared to be happy, happy being, being a number two. Because um, if you get to a you're a long age, time retired, though, aren't you? And he might think, oh, I've absolutely. Got, oh, no, I've look, got I'm, one more go with it. On, yeah, good, good, good on him. But I just when he came, he must have known he was going to be number two. But obviously, he's probably had confidence that he could mm-hmm. oust Pickford, which is, which is a good attitude to have. Um, so yeah, that would, but that did surprise me. I thought he would have. I thought the goalkeeper set would just stay would just stay the same. So, um, but what is interesting is, like you say, the fact that we have offered them one because again, you see on the live, Dice is always sort of earmarked having a, a younger number two mm. coming in. Um, so obviously he was content to not have that situation. Um, so whether he changes his tack now and goes for a younger number two. Yeah. Because it's freed up that opportunity, or whether he looks for an experienced number two. Well, it's like the, it's that thing, isn't it? If you know, you keep you've mentioned it, I think John might have said it as well before. Is that you've got that that set, and Dykes might have thought, well, this summer we need stability as much mm-hmm. as we can, yeah, to to go for it, and, and maybe Begovic would have been part of it. Obviously, Javaging is back at the club, and he's making noises about wanting to kick on now at Everton. And he started the season quite well at SC Canberra, but then lost his place after Christmas and. Seems to just fall away yeah. and ended up being injured at the end and, and has been back at Finch Farm getting some rehab. So he obviously played under Carlo <laughs> a couple of games out of necessity when we mm. had injuries. Robin Olsen's injured, yeah. Pickford was injured and done all right. Mm, he done did. okay. I'm not yeah. saying, I'm by any stretch, I'm not saying he's he's good enough to push Jordan Pickford. I'm just saying he he is a young goalkeeper. Yeah. And you would imagine that it's now or never if he's to stay at Everton, he's got to show something. Sean Dykes might have a look at him and go, not for me. Yeah. Or he might go, you know what, he'll do what we've got Billy Crell in there as well, of course, and Harry Tyler, yeah. who's spent the season on loan at Chester. So there's a, there are a few keepers in the building, mm-hmm. but it will be interesting to see whether Dykes has got someone else here, Mark. It will I, be... I always thought it'd be Tom Heaton, to be honest. Yeah. As an always yeah. I thought he'd come mm-hmm. in from yeah. United, isn't he? But, yeah, but, but, yeah he, he was. He was at United. Yeah, I think he might have been released yeah, in the season. So, I wonder they'd be coming, but it might not be. They might yeah, just go yeah. with There's team. also an indirect message there to any third parties that look at our goalkeeping situation and if you want to try to extract um, Jordan Pickford, it's going to cost you a really big number mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it would give us a problem, particularly if someone turned up quite late, wouldn't it? So, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Isaac Price. So De Gea can consider his uh, wage demands now, can't he? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Isaac Price has moved on. Which, yeah. which we knew there's no real surprise in that when we've known that for a while. He's a he that's probably that's got a lot of people concerned. Mm. Um not today, but over the last six, eight weeks when it become apparent he, he wasn't gonna sign a new deal. Uh in terms of how we're developing as a football club and what the plan is. Yeah. 
Um, this has got to stop, hasn't it? Hasn't this got to... What I mean by that yeah. is this, and I don't know whether Isaac Price is good enough to get an Everton's midfield and play every week in the Premier League or not. He's, he's 19 years yeah. of age. He looks like a talented kid. We'll see what he, where his career goes now, but I'm talking about that pathway into the team because it's no use having mm. these players who look like they might make it and yet we're never prepared to give them mm. anything. We saw Thierry Small go out the door and, OK, his career hasn't gone the way he's hoped at the moment. You know, he's in Scotland at the minute on loan. He'll go back to Southampton. Might get a go in the Championship, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's we the don't... perceived perception as well. Exactly, and we have to get... I think with, our, with the way we are financially as well, we've got to get back to being able to convince these young yeah. kids that... Coming to Everton, you're good enough. You're gonna get an opportunity in our team. Again, Are you, you a bit worried about that, or, or not? Worried as in the message, not as it places in. Oh, we lost the midfield. You know, so, so, yeah, two parties. Yes, mm. is, is the is the obvious answer. The second part is obviously the changes. If you we, say no, then you've just covered your bases. Yes, exactly. and no, and that's it. Stop is, it, mate. That will be akin to <laughs> if you finish outside the bottom three. We'll be, well, I don't think we'll go down. Was I right? You were right. You were absolutely right. I was right. So no, but is yeah. the whole Thomas. the whole the whole club structure? Yeah, I don't want to go too in because we, we've done it loads of times. But the whole club structure needs ripping up, changing, whatnot. So yeah. you would like to think, and we've all got the hope that that's that's what's in the process of happening this summer, where a little bit of a plan going on in terms of what the director of football is going to do, how they're going to put in, um, you know their perceived plans and routes into the first team and everything everything that goes along with that. So if the if the hierarchy is gonna change and whatnot, then I'm not necessarily worried because it's they've identified the problem and they'll start actioning it. If nothing's changing in that direction, mm-hmm. it is a major problem because fundamentally you're just letting assets walk out the door for, for next to nothing or free. Um We'll get a de- I think we get a development fee for them, so we might end up with about four hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. So those those type of ones are you, where you want them realistically to at least go out and loan to a championship player, where he becomes a three four million pound player yeah, yeah. and ten times the ten times the value. So I'm not necessarily concerned mm. right now, but let's see how this develops oh, over the next twelve months. John, just on Isaac Price, just the city the situation, not necessarily the player, but. This was a fella that this was a kid that Frank Lampard gave his debut to, full debut to at Arsenal last season, last game of the season when we were safe. Trained with the first team at times, trained all season with the first team. Played in pre-season Minnesota when we were there, yeah, didn't yeah. he? We played. Uh, played the Blackpool and Kiev he was involved and things like that. And it looked as though he was gonna get an opportunity to be part of that squad, given especially as well. We didn't have tons of money. Then we went and got Onana and, and James Garner, who were two cents in midfield yeah. play, so we might have been a bit worried there. He might have gone and gone, what's happening here? But just on that, for, from two perspectives, do you think Ever do you think Everton should have made a decision on him early last pre-season and gone, we want you to sign a new deal because we think you're good enough to play in our first team? But also what we're doing is we're sending you out on loan because we think you're going to develop away from our football. I don't know for a fact whether this happened or didn't happen, by the way. I'm just looking at it as a fan, the, my perception of it, because it almost seemed like he was kept on a bit of a leash. I know that this happened with Stanley Mills. Things were promised and it hasn't happened. And, you know, 
and he, he may become a problem in the future if he isn't given the opportunity. But just wondering your perspective. Do you think that should yeah. have happened really? Opportunity is an interesting word, isn't it? Mm. Because um, for two seasons now, the object of this football club has been to stay in this division, mm. not to develop players. Okay, so therefore, should he not have gone on loan? Exactly right, right? Yeah. So, so when do you think, it's rhetorical because you may, may may not, but yeah. for, the, for the fun of debate, please <laughs> come up with something. Yeah. When do you think we offered him a new contract, which he's declined and has now decided to go to another club? I think probably around, I, I don't know this, but, but, but maybe around September, October. September, October last. Right. So okay. he's had a lot of time to mull over it. Yeah, exactly right. So, so for me, mm. which is the answer to your question, yeah. why it's rhetorical again. Mm. You don't need to answer this one. Okay. Why did we start him in the last game of the season? Because we could, because it didn't matter. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But what should have been attached to that would be if the coaching staff or the academy people think this is a guy we need to keep, mm. then I, I sit down with him and his agents and I say, mate, you are the future. Yeah. Okay. Um, we want to offer you new, new terms. Just okay. give you the debut. Yeah. yeah they're going to they're going to be structured. These terms so that mm. as you progress you'll get more and more money all the standard stuff yeah, right and by the way you're going to make your first team debut in the Premier League at the next game so bang mm. and actually Frank making giving him his debut was mm. because we've already had the contractual conversations mm. and it's like a sweetener like evidence yeah, and all course, that sort of yeah. stuff and then and then you and then we're going to sit down with you in the summer and decide what's the best way yeah. we think we want to place you at a top 10 championship club mm. where you can play every game run the goddamn show and then come back here the year after yeah. and if you tell the story correctly if the guy's been with Evan well, she has for quite a while mm. and this is all part of his natural progression blah 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 I'd remind him things like the average age of a debut in the Premier League is 21 mm -hmm. you're only bloody 18 or 19 yeah. so you're way ahead Right, we are going to buy players in the same position as you, but you will learn from them. And then, if you do the Onana one after the guy signed on it on it on the dotted line, which you probably wouldn't have done, you'd have already done yeah, it by yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. But you explain this is a guy we're buying to sell, mate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. you're a guy we're paying to stick around so that when he's gone, you step in, mm. right? Mm. And all the good selling of basically relationship management, thing, account management type yeah. behavior. Mm. I've no idea who does that. Really, no idea. And ever, listen, and, and, ever and, might have done it, might have, but but you would like to think so, right? But the argument would be, and this is my punchline for this waffle, is if we really wanted him to stay, he'd be staying. Because, and sorry, that's not just the words. Yeah, that is, we clearly didn't do enough of, of a job him. to convince him. That and I would say. If we really wanted him, we should have convinced him. Yeah. And there's only two reasons why. One is there's a subconscious, yeah, we'd like to, but, mm. yeah. Mm. And the other one is we're just not doing it well enough. Yeah. Now, the example, Tom Davis is a real graphic example. We don't really want him to stay mm. as a club mm. because he would have signed a new contract, not be offered one. And you're right on on the desk over there to say, well, oh, I think it was you, Baz, but it doesn't really matter. You know, if he's on 25 grand a week and you offer him 15, that's like asking a painter and decorator to do your house and they quote you five grand. Mm -hmm. They don't want to say no, yeah. but they'll price themselves out. Yeah. And the, so, so at 10 or 15 grand a week, Tom Davis is an absolute steal, mm. right? At 30, 40, no, he's not, yeah. right? If they had that sort of thing with Mr. Price mm. of... 
his expectation or his agents mm. expect like small his yeah. their expectations were way above our valuation of course he goes yeah and anyone who's at that age like small was demanding first team guarantees mm. and stuff you can't do that i think as well what you've got to you look at is we're invested yeah. obviously in here about the ones that happen at Everton. That's this happens right. everywhere, by the way. Of course it does. No, so, of course it does. Because, and, and the reason it happens more and more is because these players do have agents. Mm. And those agents earn money off moves yeah. a lot more than they do of off course. contract renewals. And realistically, if you start seeing, and, and they've got sort of more and more evidence of it, like a Jude Bellingham and Jaden Sancho mm. going abroad. They're really graphic examples. Yeah, the, so the players who were let go mm. by top-notch Premier League but, Or not let go, that was that was the thing. So let obviously, go as in the escape. So like Jaden Sancho, Man City wanted to keep yeah, him, didn't he? Offered them a contract, yeah, didn't stay. want to stay, wanted to play, mm. um, sold, sold that pathway, and that pathway has obviously proved to be better for him, certainly financially. Mm. Um, might not have been career-wise, you'd never know. So those those players, I mean, if you're Isaac Price, for instance, and you're sat there out of contract, Everton have put these think, provisions in place where you go out and on loan and so on and so forth. Realistically, all the cards are sat with you now and you can go, well, effectively, my loan is to now go, is he going Genk, is he? Where's he going? Stand the Lies. So he's Belgium, go, yeah. So he's going over to Belgium. That's somewhere that we potentially would have loaned him to. So he's over there now on his own terms, mm. um, with his own destiny in his own hands. Yeah. He's probably thinking I'll do a year, two years well here. I'll be moving back to the Premier League anyway. But I'll be coming back to the Premier League with a stronger hand of cards. Big money. You know, better signing on fees. And effectively, he's putting all his own faith, which is quite refreshing in a way, in his own ability. Oh, it is. Um, So so those things will always happen. And I think John's point's very poignant. And that's fundamentally our biggest problem is we just haven't been in a position to have free games. To, to put to these players in to give them opportunities yeah. um, because we're fighting to the last last games of the seasons for the last last two years. Um, but it's how do we stop it? That's me. That's me. Point. We've so, got so players. So stopping it instantly. The, the the first thing you need to do is again what we discussed previously is is getting up the table. So mm. the first that's the first thing you need to to do because we will not be able to stop it if we're constantly scrambling around, scrambling around. Mm. Southampton took the objective decision to go youth. Yeah. And just just put it and it's and it's, and it's cost them eventually. Yeah, eventually exactly. But, la- but, but last summer they did make a conscious decision. But what I'm saying yeah. is, is when they didn't make that conscious decision to go youth, they retained their Premier League status. Mm, that's right. The second they decided to just go youth, formalise it if you like. Yeah. Then they, then they've dropped down and they may come back in a stronger position. Yeah. But right now the best way of being able to stop those paths because we've always given those opportunities and also let's have it right if they're good enough. Anthony Gordon still forced his way into the team with attributes that 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 the squad needed. Yeah. Um, so that so they're not completely not there, mm. but certain positions certainly defensively and and they're a bit I deeper just, on the pitch. No, you listen. Both both make very good points. I just I just look at it and think we've got obviously um, Smith Samuel Samuel. I can't get it in them. <laughs> Is he Samuel Smith? Yeah. Who's highly Smith rated, Samuels, but he's yeah. only sixteen, about to be seventeen. Yeah. Left back. He's, you know, a lot of clubs are looking at him yeah. already and have tried to, you know, get him away. We've got uh, Francis Onkaronku, who we who we did. We took from Sunderland, don't forget, we give him the yeah. album. Yeah, you know, we play. Mm. he's another highly dated one. And yet, we went to Wolves with no forward on the bench, really. And we had Bournemouth, no forward on the bench. And he, he went down to Brighton. Yeah. With the, and the kids sat See, behind the bench. We had two goalie subs, but I, 
a young striker he could have learned a lot by just having the subs here. So yeah. was sat there. So I, I, just those kind of plays, Reese Welsh is another one. I don't want us to get into where they are. And you're right. One thing I've always said, if you're good enough, you will play. Mm. Wayne Dooney was in our first team at 16. We wanted to play him at 14. He was that good. So yeah. if you're exceptional, you'll get him. But I just hope we create that pathway because part of where we are and I think where we're heading, we have to. Would Evan Ferguson being Everton's first team if he was in our 21s? Yeah, probably. Would he? I would have said so. I don't know, because I don't know whether we'd have took the chance to play the kid. No, I think we would have with the striker. Would Erlen Harland, we when we offered a million, you know, we wouldn't pay the million pounds at 16, would he have been in our first team at 18? I don't know. I'd say with those type of players, yeah, because they're. I don't know, because, though, because if, look at what. No, but, but when you're saying if the talent, if the strong, if the mm. good. High, high you are up the pitch, mm. you can gamble with younger players. Yeah. No, as, I, as you retreat back, you ain't playing the 16 or left. No, centre back and left backs, I get it. Midfield players. Even defensive midfield players, they've got, you've got but to I'd be. I was placing midfield and we still wouldn't throw them in. When yeah, no, no. Yeah. Like, take, there's a point here, right, mm. which, which you drifted across in a way. Yeah. Because what you want from a. a a footballing perspective, yeah. which is all under Thelwell, is a clear understanding of what you do in certain scenarios. Yeah. Okay. The manager didn't get the email, right? Because if he's put multiple goalkeepers on the bench, and even then he got bored with that eventually and thought, oh, we just won't have a full complement. <laughs> How do you not have a full complement of substitutions? Right? No, no. Unless you're trying to just Why don't you send the message. You could put a bleeding 12 year old on the bench because you know you're never going to play him. But as you just said, they get the pre match build up, they get what it's like, they go through mix zones, they mingle up. with the first play team, blah, blah. Mm. They're all part of the things, to me anyway, mm. that keeps a price here and close. Mm. And then you're in his ear. Work mm. harder, mm. be more consistent, moderate your expectations. Mm. There are guys in front of you, I, but pick them off one at a time. I know on Karanku so was never coming on at Wolves. Yeah, right. But he was no, there. I totally agree. He was sat behind Madness. the bench. Yeah, and we had two goalkeepers as so Crazy madness. So really, what you would have gone was so Andy Lonergan. I don't care if he's a senior or not. Stick you just say, stick him behind. You sit behind this, this kid. We yeah, want to get. Absolutely. This kid. And who's this what kid going to sit next to? He's going to sit next to a fellow squad player yeah. in a Premier League game. So for no, me, that, that, bad that there, never makes sense. To I'm me. warming up yeah. and all that because it's all part. Because also them. as well, even even when you're looking to potentially sell them or move them on or loan them out, it's a tick box, isn't it? He's been subbing the Premier. He's been on the bench, you know. Like it's all, it's all. I remember yeah, it, it when he had that. when Rooney, when Rooney was in and sort of had his manager, his coach, yeah. and the Everton stuff. He was saying he had three players on the bench at Derby, and he got the thing in the day. Told him come bring them on. Right. Because of the chat that we ain't allowed to bring. They were only kids. He said, yeah. I had them warming up and everything. He went, they were warming up, looking. He was like, you can't bring them on. Like, don't <laughs> But he had them then. He went, yeah, it was yeah. a great experience. You did them the... kids never ever coming on. Oh, doesn't matter. They got that experience. Yeah. But you did the soundbitey stuff, you know, where you, was it yesterday, where I say, sometimes you have to say no but make it sound like yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Same applies on this, isn't it? Sean Dyche, Frank Lampard, all the managers, yeah. they're not stupid people. You no. don't get to where they are without knowing that the way the world's shaped. Yeah. Mm. And if the director of football, or blessed, even the commercial director says, I could really do with Isaac Price being on the bench. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're in the last throws with his agents. They're looking for evidence. Da, 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 da. Yeah. We've got nine for crying out loud. Can he be one of them? Yeah. And if the manager goes, no. 
don't interfere with me, mm-hmm. then that tells you a bit about the manager because yeah. it's got to be about big picture, hasn't it? And you so, can only bring yeah. five on. Of course. So, you must have, if, so there's four. So I get it. I get it if you've got nine. Especially like, when we you're don't on bring... nine first teamers. If we're all on the bench on yeah. the grand of the weekend, you take one of us off because yeah, yeah. you've been told to put this kid on the bench. That's different. That's, but when you've got two keepers, <laughs> just get them. No. Anyway, that's a totally yeah. different story. Moving on. I'd have a real story, by the way, where the academy... The, whoever the academy guy is trying to control the pathway for certain players mm. could almost have a relationship where he knows that the manager knows that there are certain games in the season mm. when the ninth place is going to his pick. He picks it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Should, well, yeah, Manchester United have basically done that since the Premier League started. They've had a youth team player on, on the, the bench. bench for uh, someone who's come through for yeah, every yeah. single game. Yeah. yeah, it's madness, isn't it? So that should be a, a club Nine subs. No, I like it. It should be a club ethos. And then sense. journalists write that stuff, which is how we know. And a mum and a dad who would decide and should my lad go to Man United or Everton think, well, let's go to United. Apart from being bigger and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go there because they always look after their They're on kids. the bench all the yeah. time. Yeah. So, anyway, anyway, that's a good one. That was a different thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of shaping the squad, let's, you know, let's play yeah. it like we've got full rule over it. <laughs> Not necessarily like a keep sell thing, but it, it, if you're going through, obviously you talk about Jordan Pickford and whatever. <laughs> but we're on to the defence. And obviously now Everton have got, you know, Connor Cody's gone. That's the, personally, I don't think that's the end of it. No, I, I think agree, if you're yeah. him, in three weeks, he's got less than a year left on his deal at Wolves. And mm. I think if you're Wolves and you're looking and going... That window's going to go tick Exactly. Top, I'm tick, not top. sure whether I'm going to play him. And then all of a sudden, it might be a case of actually just go back to Everton on loan. Well, they've already identified they don't want got, him. They, except they don't want him and, and they've got other targets that they're going after. Anyway, he's gone. Yeah, mean has gone. We know that. We're left with... We've got Michael Keane and Mason Holgate... Uh, ben Godfrey, James Tarkovsky, Jared Branthwaite coming back into the, the equipment. And we've also got Reese Welsh, who has been on the bench quite yeah. a lot. Um, there's one guaranteed starter there. Right, and there's yeah. Tarkovsky, yeah. the only one who you would yeah. say plays. Yeah. Right. I personally would make Branthwaite the partner. It'd yeah. just be them Same. two for me. They'd be, it's yours to lose the Same. shirts, basically. So we, we're still left with, we're left with three centre-backs there. Now, Michael Keane, or Mason Holgate. I imagine both of them won't go out the door. It's one of them two would go. So one of them may possibly... Ben won't go. Ben Godfrey won't go because I think Sean Dyke will want to have another look at him. And midfield. And, and I think you're right. Yeah. I think you need to... I think you're... Where you said he's... What is he? Because he just hasn't been able to put any flag down and go, I play 35 games a season. Yeah, has he? No. This has got to be the... If he has another couple of injuries early doors, then yeah, maybe we have to go. Ben. But right now, I still think he's the one you've got the most, you can get the most out of because he's the one with the lightning pace in the back yeah. four. I know it towards the end of the season didn't quite show it, but I believe he will come back. Yeah, I think things have gone on. I think he'll be stronger in pre season. Five days a week training makes a big All difference. All of that makes a huge difference. Uh, yeah, it does. Um, so, Mason Holgate, Michael Keane, if for you, if you were keeping one of those, if you have, I know a lot of yeah. people will go, get rid of both. and, and it's so obvious. You can only get rid of people if people bid for these players yeah, or yeah, come in for them. So if you had to keep one of the two, who are you so keeping? Is this what to? I would or what I think? No, you. No, no, what, what you do because we're, we're okay. it. Okay, so we're I in the would, room deciding. I would, out of the two, I would keep Mason Holgate. Okay. Um, predominantly because he can do a defensive midfield role. Can play can on he? the right. Okay, <laughs> he has gone in We, there, we yeah. played them in there. No, and Sean Dice has played them in there yeah, as well. Play right back, play centre back. And he even played the left back against Man City for 
for the car crash that it was. Mm. Um, and obviously from an age perspective, and I'm presuming from a wage perspective, he, he'll a be a lot less, less than, than what? I'd, I'd imagine substantially less. What's what's Keenan? Good, He did sign a We're in the room doing this. a decent new one. We just... Because you say keep Holgate, yeah, and there's only three of us, right? Yeah. As soon as I say Holgate, we're keeping him, mm. and then yeah. we move on to the next one. Yeah. So well, is Holgate the one you yeah, keep up the two? Absolutely. Mike, you're right, Michael. Is it Keen unanimous or not? And age. Is it unanimous? For, no, I'm just asking you. We three are the decision between those two. I, yeah. I think. I think. Yeah, definitely Holgate. In an ideal world, would you move both of them on just because Mason Holgate's 27 this year? He's another one for me. He nearly should be looking to move to play. In an ideal world, at his yes. age. They're just both and not Michael good enough, Keen. are they? Yeah. They're not good enough. Mm. Like it's sim- simple as that. When, when not, you wouldn't say they're our starting centre backs, would you? So no, in that wouldn't. case, you have nobody. Even yeah. so, you wouldn't look and go, "Well, they." You know what? There's a chance they're our best partnership. Yeah. You just wouldn't, would no, you? No, so no. in that in that respect, for an for the team to evolve and move There's forward, temperaments as well. You're trying to replace preparedness to be the plus one, which is mm. whoever. See it with is. Michael Keane as well. He's on. He's on a fair old wedge. So he's on a first team. Contract isn't he? Yeah. He's on a contract as a first team player, mm. as a starter. I mean, and he's just not. And mentality, and he's been involved in a lot of everything we've done wrong, um, mm. temperament-wise. Exactly, obviously mistakes. I mean, the, these sort of individual mistakes, and they'll always happen in football. But they're the type of players you want to really eradicate out mm. the team because your manager can set up a team, can put everything out, and as soon as an individual just does something stupid, yeah, those those tactics and everything you plan go out the window, and he's so done that. You- would, would you be looking for another centre back then? Yeah, so so in yeah. an ideal world, if if you can find the buyers, Holgate would be gone for me. Michael Keane would be gone for me. It'd be very very last chance saloon for Godfrey. But to be honest, mm. I'd probably look to shift him on. But last That's chance saloon, in the last hour because he was out. No, that's what you said. So yeah. so he would in an ideal, yeah. he'd be gone as well. But last chance saloon mm. from that perspective, then I, I if I'm being honest, I'd bring Cody back. Yeah, and I would have. Cody, Tarkovsky, Branthwaite, and uh, Godfrey, Godfrey and then you've got Reese Welsh. What would you do with Welsh loan? Championship, if if you could, yeah. yeah. Or, 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 or you just, I think you probably just. How many centre backs do you think you need to go in to the season? Yes, I'd have four. I think four because I think you can also plug it. You know, Shane's old game is is in, will be in the squad. He's been offered a new deal, which is good. You know, Michael Engel could play left centre back. Michael Engel, I mean, if you think so, you can plug that. I think we don't. We certainly don't need seven or eight, which is what no. we carried this season. Yeah, six, seven, whatever it was. Mm. We don't need that many. So four. Uh, left back is obviously we've got one. We've got one. Yeah. We didn't even have that. Dwight McNeil had to go and play there because Mick all got injured, and obviously Ruben Benagri was here and went, and and like we just talked about young Samuel Smith, Smith Samuels. Um, he's only sixties, soon to be seventeen. So therefore, do you go? I'm putting all my faith in you. Because you're only, you know, you're young, but you're just going to be the backup. Or do we? Do you think Sean Dyke should be looking to get another think, one in who pushed Michalenko? Don't about better. A, no, that's a different question well, then. Isn't I it? think it's imperative. We I get just think with, ev- with the squad when you look, what would you do? Because we have got one left. It's back. imperative to me. I think you need a left back in who, who becomes your starter. I don't okay. think Michalenko. Or certainly push it. Or it's good enough to push Michalenko because definitely yeah, if he I mean, improves. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so that's you've always got to be one off, haven't you? For me, with um, there is Aaron Martin, yeah, Caracol Aaron, who I've mentioned before, and, and other people have mentioned as well. Who's out of contract? He's a left when you were saying he's a, he's a lot of a, an attacking fullback, five goals, last and, a, and a great balance would be is having a left back who's very attacking. 
mm. having the, the playoff to having Michael Enko who's a lot more defensive <clears throat> minded and, and can do a job and also play left centre back so he gives gives you that sort of options in your squad so for, for me left back's absolutely imperative that. you know Emery might want like Mason Holgate and I mean swapping for Luca Dean on loan have a little swap yeah just just getting back Moon's um, on loan Luca. No, I think a left, but I personally think we need a left. But also as well, just just with the, the young lad as well, I don't want a 16, 17-year-old who's just sat on the bench. He's got to develop. He needs to go out and play. So, albeit, again, for but Everton... He's in the 21s now, which is a big yeah, thing, because yeah. he's, he's, he's almost missed the 18s. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. The Leighton Baines, but he's all, they've almost gone too good, too good for that. Yeah. Him on. He obviously starts the season in the 21s. If he's still turning it up by Christmas, you, look, you should be looking to get him into a club then. Like, can we fit him in loans? Because he's yeah. still only be 17. I'd be looking to loan him out. Trying to find to a team who, who will play a 17-year-old yeah. in defence, though, is that it can be tricky, don't forget. Yeah. He may well learn more just training. He'd go up to Scotland, though, couldn't he? Something but like it's, it, it's just having someone to go get our play. Yeah, you yeah. know, Dunk, a Forest Green yeah. might go you know, halfway through the season. I'll miss you at left-back here. Mm. Yeah, I'll play the kid. Duncan will want to, you know, Duncan will be happy to, yeah, yeah. to have younger players in as well and all that. So there is that, and, and of course Everton's twenty ones play against Forest Green, so it's an opportunity yeah. for a few of them to, to go like well, that, isn't it? Re- remember me. What, yeah. What's your take on Michael Enko? Would you look? To I think, Mike, bring in I think Michael Enko's a good solid left back. That's it. Yeah. He's a defensive. He's a solid well, would you? Would you? So I would presume, want another left. Presume we've got limited funds. Would you want to allocate some of that to first team left back, a starting left back? No. You wouldn't. Not. So would. I'll tell you why, right? I'll tell you why. Because for me, the funds have to start an attack in attacking areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to. They have to. But would Michalenko, to me, when I isn't a huge issue. No, he's no. Not, I, don't I, get me wrong. He's yeah. not. He's not. And he's not what we've had. Yeah. The league is full of average left backs. Yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. think the problem with Michalenko, right, and this is on him, and this is on Dyche and and Wone and Steve Stone to improve. He's not very good going forward, mm. and therefore they should hammer that home to him, attack, throw. But yeah. if you put a decent striker in the middle and said, that's who you it, mate, get it out of your feet and just put it in that zone every single time, Yeah, he may well end up with three or four He's a decent six. athlete. He's decent, that's what I'm but saying. But being if they just tell him to make the runs. Mm. But you heard Frank Lampard saying, I'm screaming at him to run, well, to don't pick attack him, it. No, that's what I'm saying. Ah, so, well, you, again, you've got you know, no choice. And that's what, well, that's where we're going with the debate, isn't mm. it? You're talking quite rightly about development. Mm. But if you've already got a starting left-back uh, who, quote, I'm screaming at him, but he's not doing it, mm. then is that because he's comfortable? I'm going to keep getting played because there isn't anyone. So you've got to find somebody to put him under pressure, mm. right? Now, I think I part, probably more he's worried about the other way. Maybe. Maybe, but he does his job and someone else Mm. has to do their job. Part of the challenge, therefore, is if there's a perception that the manager favours, let's say, uh, experience over talent, sounds horrible way to say, but you know what I mean, right? If you're good enough, you're old enough, all that sort of stuff. But if he throws a few curveballs in, that says, you know what, I will drop a 17-year-old left back in because you're just not bloody doing it. Yeah, right. listening. Yeah. Everyone needs to be pushed, don't they? Yeah, of course they do. How how old is Michael Lincoln? quite young, is he? 24, I think. 24, 25, yeah. Oh, is he that old? Oh, my God, a little bit younger. But he's been here, too. He's been here 18 months, wasn't he? Was he 22 when we got him? So maybe he's 24, or just about to be. So he still can grow. Like I say, to me, he's just a solid left-back. Yeah. As in, and when I say solid, I don't mean no-one can get past him. I just mean he'll do you the job. He's left-footed. He likes to to be in a a tight unit. Yeah. He's just not great going the other way. 
Just 24 last May. 24. So it's literally been 20... A week ago, it was 24. Right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so just, just going back where you're saying the, the funds would go from an attacking area, mm. and mine would as well, 100%. But to me, modern-day football, the, the, the full-backs are the attacking... Like, that is... You've you've got to fix the first problem. It's all it's great, and you're right. Yeah, you know we're trying to shape it and balance it. Of course you are, but for me, well, what I would say from no down the left the hand side, attack and left back, and you've got so down left hand side, or I perceive McNeil's going to McNeil be there. McNeil will be in front of you. Yeah. So, but for, to get them to maximise the most out of him, mm-hmm. you need that person doing them runs. But he can do that. He, he proved Crystal Palace at home. Michalenko when he made that run and had the shot, and the keeper shot. Yeah. If he doesn't do it, and that's what I'm saying. No, so no, but I never... Why doesn't he do it? Does he not do it because he can't do it? Well, evidence was Leicester away last year. I mean, someone, the can, someone can run forward, yeah. can't he? Of course, they can. If... Exactly, so therefore you've got to flip the switch in his head to go, your job... Now, for all we know, Sean Dyke doesn't want him to cross the halfway line. Yeah. Because he wants to keep it solid. Because really, Carlo... But then you're like saying this. Lampard was scheming on him Lampard too. Lampard was so, saying, I want yeah. you to go, and he was going, oh, can I go then? Well, because don't forget, he also come out of... Ukraine, where their their first and foremost thing might have been for him. You don't cross the halfway line. Yeah. We, we protect before we attack. So it's it's trying to flip that to him. So if you go down at this debate that we're doing, mm. where you, you're looking at every position, where could we improve upon that player? You'd be changing most of it. Mm. Yeah, and there's yeah. a finite. I'm only and saying it because we've got one. That's yeah, all I'm yeah, asking. Yeah, but you yeah. know that before he's solid, he's okay. Mm. So when you do, well, what that, happens when he's injured? Well, and sorry. When we're doing the draft room discussions, which is what we're playing mm. at, mm. right? You say those the, those are the questions. Mm. What happens if he's injured? Really falls out of form, gets suspended because defenders quite often get suspended. Right? Yeah. Then you need a backup, and you yeah. say, who is that backup? Mm. Is it your seventeen-year-old kid who's never going to get on the pitch? So you write because when we're doing the debate, yeah. you go, "Hang on a minute, he needs to develop. He can't. Yeah. He's not going to sat on his ass waiting for Mikolenko to get suspended or injured, mm. yeah, yeah. right? Um, so you need somebody." And that, and that, therefore, that, that, that free transfer, I mean, I don't know much about them, but in they're terms the of ones, though, aren't they? Them kind of the ones you because what I'd like there in, in my head is if you've got a left back who is an attacking one and a, and a steady one, yeah, of course, yeah. you then got the same on the right hand side with Patterson being your attacking one mm. and Coleman being your steady one, yeah. then it gives you that balance, balance and options. Yeah. And so, the squad is unbalanced, and it's yeah. not just about balance, it's about motivation mm. because mm. when the manager. Right, he's screaming at Mikolenko to get forward. Mikolenko knows there's a guy sat on the bench who, who, who will who, do that, who will get screamed at to get back. Yeah, so and I know you, you could be the one who can be solid defensively and get forward. You may find yourself yeah. safe versus a guy who always disappears up the field. Well, people, you know, people yeah. watching this would be would be screaming Niels and Kunke, wouldn't they? Yeah. He plays for the football. Yeah. He's just about to leave. Yeah, yeah. But he was at the football. And that's your example. Very attacking. Yeah. Can't get back. He's all over the place yeah. defensively. And that's probably why I don't know. I go, yeah, we'll take the money, thanks. And off you pop. Well, people might say that. And it is uh, too in, where he is. Obviously, in midfield, just very briefly. And that, we'll wrap this up. But midfield, we've already We all know about, about Bright front. Don't personally, Evan have been like with Batista and Mendy, who's 23. But Angers, just been relegated to 5 million quid. They're the type I think Evan should be getting. Yeah. Evan... I know budget, we're looking at that, but I've mentioned it before, down payments on players like that are one and a half million quid. Yeah. Which is bugger all, nothing. And for me, that's a deal Evan should do because he could realistically replace Idrissa Garner Gay in a year's time. But you know, you dressed that up, right? Mm. Because you, and you, you said it again on mm. the live about five million quid, didn't yeah. you? When you go around the table, not mm. around the tower, right? Mm-hmm. It, doing that sort of stuff, and mm. we were deciding logically between Keane and Holgate. Yeah. 
Keeping Holgate instead of Keane might save you a million pounds a year and you go and spend it on that guy. Yeah, yeah. that's how you have yeah, to juggle absolutely. it. And that's, that's, and that's you exactly it, yeah. So I think that's what I would personally do. I'd go or it's a million to get someone else over the line. Yeah, of course, absolutely. and I look at, at Garner and go, we could do another year easily. I thought he, mm. he was quite good for Everton last season. I know some people had a different view, but... If, I, you, I don't understand I don't people. get it. No, no. And his numbers, <laughs> no, his numbers he, massively back how good up he was anyway. He was more than fine. Um, he is loose with the ball. We know that, but competitive-wise. But if you've then got someone else who's competitive, who's sat on the bench mm. and you're trying to integrate them so that in the year he becomes the sub and he... But also so you can drop them in and out as well and rest them. And then strike where it be obviously on... We know we need strikers. Mm. You yeah. know, and linked with free transfers. And <clears throat> you've got Malungan in Qatar who's just got 40 goals. He's 29, mm. free transfer. And everyone's going, what? It's like, well, he might be a third choice of three. Mm. And there's Musa Dembele, straight from Leon. No, he's, he's, he's not more. He's he? younger though, uh, <laughs> or maybe he's not. No, now. no, he's not now. He's not now. <laughs> but someone like Alunga, who's Alunga, who's who is that and is unproven, and it's at that age, and people are like, oh, well, he's like six foot three. He's all right for a number three because yeah. I think Everton might have to just piece this like this. You know, we're, we're they will. And going, well, not might. They will. Dembele, I'd love to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We, we are centre forwards posting videos in Germany. It's in that neuro um, Thing. place. Sam yeah. sort is brilliant. I want that. I want yeah. you to get over this nonsense that's going on. We don't want that if we want to sign for Stella. two years, right? <laughs> we want it anyway, don't we? And therefore, if you can then bring two strikers in, yeah. and I'm just using these two names because they've been linked with Everton heavily. They're both free transfers. Dembele Everton wanted to get in January and couldn't get them, yeah. but they may well be able to get them now. You got those two in on freeze. See, Maupai for me will be Ed. I think Maupai will leave. He's yeah, talking yeah. about going to be going to Salah. What a lovely, he said. He's, uh, he's thrived at Goodison Park, he said the other day. He's really improved. Okay. That's selling himself. But he is. So yeah. He's done his warm up much he, better. Yeah, is, but, but he may move on. Yeah, for a, for a hopefully. Few and then this is one, and this might split people who are watching, and, and it Ooh. is what do you do with Ellis Sims? Because I know that. Sell him. Sell. He's 22. He's not good Sell him. He's not good enough, is he? He's not good enough. I don't know. Listen, goal scorers, you're always reluctant to let go. The, let, the one thing he can do, right, is he can finish. Alex. No, no, but let's let's just... He's not going to score from the bench, but, though, is he? That, let, let's just have it right. Get a goal. He's not good enough. And at the moment, he's not a Premier League star. He's not good enough in as much as Sean Dice and, and Lampard were absolutely trying out for a centre-forward mm. and he still wouldn't play him. So he has, and they see them every day. And he's 22. If he was 19, I would say, keep him, loan him out again mm. for another day. He needs to go. Tom Cannon needs to be that next one now after mm-hmm. that. Um, they're the ones that we drag on too long. So if Everton, if Everton, because obviously Blackburn are interested in Ellison, Coventry are interested, Sunderland are yeah. interested in Ellison. Yeah, they'll get 10-15 in that Play. league. Well. He, 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 suppose he would, he would because he had seven, didn't he, at Sunderland? Yeah. So therefore, yeah. so therefore, you might get three, four, five million. But you might get a few yeah. million for him. Then Everton have done have the kickers, job, yeah. haven't they? Everton have done the job. They've yeah. got a young kid, took him from City when he was at least Absolutely. 16, developed and sold him. Yeah. And that's what we want to see. Put a buy back in or put a, a sell-on clause yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you look after it, and then you're right then. And then what happens is if you can take Maupai and Sims away, yeah. and it becomes, again, just for the purpose exactly, of the video... Yeah. Dembele and Alunga and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. What you've got straight off the bat is you've got three centre-forwards. They're all over six foot and they've all got a history of putting the ball in the back of the yeah. net. And, and you've you, signed two for free. You're now, 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 now assets. Now, Alunga has a season and he gets five goals. 
six goals. Right, but mm. you look and you go, you know, but like Moyes did with Beckford. Yeah, you get him in and you, you have a season. He does all right, and you go, you know what? He's available next summer. Thirty years of age, he's available yeah. for three million, mm. four million. You move Still him profit. on. Tom Cannon comes in as number three. That's I think that's how Everton have yeah. to shape this squad, which totally is what agree. we were chatting about. And then that would then leave me with. I personally, it will be a right winger for me. Then yes. that will be the other yeah. area that I think we need. Yeah, totally agree. I think, I think that's that that would hit the nail on the head. I think you would have an attacking or attackers then where you've got, like you say, similar profiles around them, mm. um, proven goals. Um, obviously, we were one's we... obviously a huge taking the longer at twenty nine, just because he scored ninety goals in three seasons in Qatar is a you... massive risk. Of course, it is, but if he's free. And he's used to put a lot of ball in the net. Risks, though, he's, got, he? he's got one and two for Kenya at international level. Yeah. These aren't great things. These aren't something that people who are watching are going to be all excited about and running around, getting the lunger on the back of the... I'm just yeah. saying that there are players who's experienced who score goals who you might be able to get three. Wages won't be huge. Mm-hmm. Might be the way Everton have to do it. But a right winger, I think, as well. You've got to, who's got a history of so scoring goals. Have you goals. been keeping a tally while you've been talking? How many players is that you're proposing to bring in? Outside. For me personally, so, yeah, would we'll be left back, a centre mid, yeah. two strikers and a winger, five. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a lot, and especially yeah. if three of them are free. So I'm facilitating. Yeah, no, I'm saying if three of them it's are It's not the nine, ten, yeah. eleven other people think. No, I so what, what, what would you, you say there? Five three? or six. So. I, I think Everton will bring half a dozen players in this summer. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do. In different guises. You see, the right winger might end up being we need the centre back. Diallo from Man Low. United on loan. Yeah. It'll be, it, I think it will be about eight. Because you also need a number two goalkeeper. Sorry. Oh, if it's a goal, well, unless he uses Virginia, don't forget it's budget, isn't it? Yeah, but what but... I'm saying is, like, and again, Diallo isn't perfect. By before people say he's crap, he's this, whatever, or a Langer. Everton might end up with one of those, might they? Or well, realistically, couple yeah, of other United we haven't even, have got. We haven't who, even thought who, about that. Have we? We've got your four loan spaces, mm-hmm. which would be criminal to not utilise them again, like mm-hmm. we did last season. Yeah, agreed. absolutely criminal. So. There's four. You would expect four players to come in straight away. You know, they, they, that, that, yeah, mm. that could be the the left back. Could be the loan. Yeah. Happy days, and let's give Michaelenko that time to develop. And that's and sell to your, your youth. Don't get Ian Matson. We're not getting a perm because mm. we expect. Don't get Ian Matson yeah. from Chelsea. They've just been a Burnley. Get him. Yeah. On loan, left back, attacking left yeah. back, stuff like that, and a centre back could be on loan. A Cody esque again, but not necessarily Cody. Don't get Colwell. I know, yeah. Brighton would be happy, wouldn't he? <laughs> um, but yeah, there's. I mean, realistically, those those loans have got to be utilised. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the strikers might be a loan. Um, yeah. You know, someone like you. That's how it, it fl- yeah, plays out. Absolutely fine. Um, but like you say, right, right winger. We are crying out for. We're it. crying out for goals, aren't we, John? Before we finish, and consistency. That, that the reality is, we totally. didn't. We didn't concede yeah. huge amount. Oh, I went through before. The number we conceded is was, okay. Was alright, but. The number we scored was yeah. shocking, wasn't it? We mm. need 10 or 15 more goals. Easily, yeah. Easily. Get, if you get a striker score in. 10 to 15, you'll finish mid-table. If, yeah. if you get a striker in, it gets you 8 to 10. A right winger, that gets you 5 or 6. Dwight comes through like you said he will. Does yeah. it again. Before you know it, you're going to have okay. gets 5, it gets you 6 again. That's OK. James Garner. The Corey got 5 from half a season, don't forget. If James Garner was was playing all season, I think he'd lump him with 5 or 6. Yeah. You need wait in that team, he'll score a few. Yeah, no. The, Tell you what, this is almost sounding positive. <laughs> Europa League, here we come. <laughs> conference league. joke, joke. Oh, conference. Conference. Yeah, we want Whoa. the conference. Yeah, you beat Mike. Come on, you I know. Get Charlie the We want 
Win the conference, get you in the Europa League. Yeah. Win the Europa League, the get Champions you in the Champions League. League. Win it, job done. Win it, and <laughs> completed then, it. Win it, and then just retire <laughs> as a club. Just forget it. Sure goes. My work here is done. <laughs> I'm off to be the new Real Madrid manager. Job done, isn't it? Sean Allardyce there. We'll see. We will see. Just have, obviously, we're just having a little bit of fun with it, but it is talking about how Everton can shape it. So I'll do Everton without pockets of money, shape the squad, really, with what they've got and, and all of those, obviously, the retainers and everything. Big thanks to John, big thanks to Mike. Give the video a thumbs up. Put that in the comments how you think Everton could realistically shape. Don't just be negative and go, the crap, it doesn't matter. And if you're a fan <laughs> of another team, you know, enjoy your life. Don't worry about it. We're just having a chat about Everton. Yeah. Uh, give the video a thumbs up, subscribe if you haven't, and if you want to become a Toffee TV Premier member, the link is in the description and the QR code will be on the screen. I'll see you later.